0: Uh-huh. Keep the change, you filthy animal.
1: Where's the beef?
0: Hey, how you doing?
1: Hold on to your butt. Feels like an RV snack. Mine. of a. That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby back with. Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. Woo-hoo. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture, celebrating the nineties, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. I think uh, I think what you meant to say was thank you for killing all the terrorists, Jim.
0: Thank you, thank you, Jim.
1: No, Tom, I don't do it for the thank yous. You know, I just I just feel like it's the right thing to do. Uh, well,
0: I mean, I appreciate we we all, Jim, Jim, we all appreciate it.
1: See, thank you for getting your head right.
0: Yeah, actually speaking of that, my headset's not sit fitting right here. Something's weird. I think my head shrunk.
1: Yeah? I mean,
0: that's possible, right? No. No, it's not. So I'm I'm Maybe it's the 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 bomb is going off in the background.
1: That's a, that's all I know how to do is you, drop bombs. You Tom. can't
0: say bomb on an airplane,
1: Tom. All I do is drop bombs. Okay. Did you come? To, did you you came to drop bombs? Word to your moms.
0: You are um. You're an amazing person,
1: Jim. You know I'm only one man, Tom. Mm,
0: well, and a poor excuse for one as well.
1: Right. I. Luckily, I'm only one of those.
0: That's what your Let's wife see. says. Hey-o, heyo, Oh I think oh. we're, I think we're recording. Oh. <laughs> Do we have
1: cool. to? Do we have to? We
0: the All people right. are waiting for us, Jim. I I disappointed a lot of people last night,
1: including um, your wife. Well, yeah, that's what no. that's the
0: one I usually disappoint. <laughs> but now I disappointed other people. Our three or four fans were really upset. Not upset, but they 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 think I think they understood.
1: I hope so. Well, we uh, we hopefully make an hour and fifteen minutes of their morning go by a little bit faster.
0: Well, I hope so. I hope so. All right.
1: <laughs> hey
0: everybody, this is Tom Hello. and Jim's top 5. Hey, how you doing, buddy?
1: I'm excellent. How are you doing?
0: Good, good. I am Tom, and it's that is
1: wonderful. That is... wonderful to hear the sweet sounds of your voice, Oh,
0: Jim. I feel like you're, have you been doing heroin or something? No, that doesn't make you act like that. I don't know my drugs. No, it
1: no, no, it does not. Um, cocaine is maybe what I'm thinking of. That wonderful, wonderful voice on the other end of the line there is Thomas Skull.
0: Oh, oh, I see. We're reversing things today. Yeah,
1: yep. Yeah, I, I, I took it down, flipped it, and reversed it.
0: Wow. Yep. Nice. I did,
1: I did that Missy Elliott thing.
0: Yeah, she, yeah. Yep. She, she was something for a while, right?
1: You know something for for a a minute.
0: For a hot shit for minute. A hot
1: minute. Right.
0: Yeah. So how you doing, Jim? You're playing a little PlayStation I mean, over there.
1: I was playing a little a uh, little Call of Duty there for a little bit when you called.
0: Did you make a 12-year-old kid cry? Uh,
1: hopefully, that's the goal.
0: That's the goal. Did he tell yeah. you to did he tell you to F your mother or something like that cuz they're so mean on those <laughs> it was, shows? It was a
1: screen name actually.
0: Oh, okay. That was it, a screen name? <laughs> yeah. And you're not kidding, which is the best part. Yeah
1: thought it was inappropriate but uh hmm. whatever hey uh tom i listened to a, po- a new podcast to me it's not a new podcast it's a new podcast to me on the way home tonight yeah what was it called and uh i don't even know if i've told you about this one it's called the ongoing history of new music Have, you have heard of this podcast?
0: i have not heard of this podcast
1: it is so amazing it's uh, a radio show in canada but then they release it as a podcast also canada and uh you got you got to listen to it the one i listened to on the way home tonight is the new one and it's called the amazing year that was 1991 oh it's a good one and it's recapping all of the groundbreaking albums that came out in like a 10 month time span in 1991 and it is phenomenal i don't want to go into all of them or any of the artists talked about but just Listen to it. It's that whole the whole podcast is incredible.
0: I'm excited. I'm excited to try this one out. I do listen it's to so quite good. a few podcasts, but I'll, I might have to add this one to the rotation.
1: You should. And they're only like 25 minutes long, so they're not that long of a podcast. They do a really great job. There's no advertising in it because uh, it's a real radio show that has advertising, so they just clip out the commercials. Nice. And uh, I listened to one. It was like a two part series on the history of the Beastie Boys. They just, it's really good, man. It's a great podcast.
0: Cool. I'm excited. I'm excited to try it out, Jim. I think I will. Hmm. One leg at a time. Right. Well, we have a show of our own to do, Jim.
1: Okay. Hopefully, hopefully somebody says that about our show one day.
0: No, they won't. They won't. Uh, apologize to everybody being a day late here again and a dollar short. Hello, hi Um, last week was computer problems. Last night, uh, this week was um a Tom problem. I just uh, just wasn't feeling it last night. wasn't feeling well. Jim wasn't feeling well. Had to postpone. Is that okay it's with fine, you? Buddy. I know you're fine. I, I feel bad a lot. Of, uh, we got some co- nice comments from people. Actually, funny gif gifts and stuff of people from people on Facebook because I said the show would be yeah gifs gifts. Gif, good peanut butter, um, that said. You know, they, I said we are sorry. We we're gonna be a little late, and one uh, oh one one person sent uh, a couple people sent some commer- uh, those gifs, and one was I forgot what no, I haven't looked it up but, again, but it was like like, I, like we're killing her. Like, why are you doing this to me? It's killing me because we're two weeks now. We've been so. I apologize. We we just want to make sure we bring you the best show, right?
1: Yes, or a show or,
0: or a show <laughs> that somehow makes it up onto podbean, and so yeah, I mean, like what do we care we're not getting paid, we're just bringing you a show, like I don't have an a gun to necessitate an entire rack, Jim
1: what does one need what what is
0: what does one need with a gun rack? A <laughs> Oh, man. Well, anyway, we apologize for being a little late. We we had a couple comments from this week. Um, All nice ones this week, Jim. That's surprising. Excellent. Yeah. Last week we did our board game show. That was a lot of fun. Um, That was a good show. I feel like I had a lot of fun at your expense, laughing at your stories.
1: Okay. <laughs> that was my washing. Okay. You wanna you wanna move my whites to the dryer for me?
0: Yeah, no problem. You you go ahead and uh, talk to the peeps, and I'll move the, I'll move the laundry cool. over.
1: By whites, I mean the four handfuls of random clothes I threw in the washing machine.
0: Right, right. Oh yeah. no, it's okay. I'm using all temperature.
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's hand wash setting. Yeah, the colors I'm don't sure.
0: run. The colors don't run. <laughs> is
1: Jim, that like a is oh. that like an Alabama thing? I don't
0: know. I don't know. I've never been. I saw that
1: on a Roll Tide shirt.
0: What what isn't on a Roll Tide shirt? And again, we apologize to our Alabama fans, or do we? We we've got a we have a a few downloads from Alabama. I think I haven't checked in a while. Roll Tide, right? Is that what they say? That makes it all better. Makes it all better when I say that, right? Let's move on. Let's move on. Last week's show, Jim, a lot of fun board games. Um. I got one comment here from listener Katie, whose suggestion it was to do a board game. She absolutely loved your Target story about the kid (laughs) who basically showed you up in front of your now wife.
1: He made me, yeah, he he definitely called out the fact that uh, we were very boring, and he was right.
0: Yeah, I guess I guess he wasn't calling just you out. He is kind of calling you both out at the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Basically. Anyway, he's going to be on next week, and he's going to be our new co-host. Everyone, say <laughs> goodbye to Jim. It's been real fun. So it's going to be Tom and Target Kids Top Five, and it's uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Now
1: if you were waiting for somebody to replace me who's funnier than me, you would have done that on week one.
0: Yeah, and and Jim, there's lots of people funnier than you. That That's I mean, what I'm saying. Just, yeah.
1: Thanks, thanks for blatantly pointing out what i was hinting at. Yeah,
0: i'm not smart so i have to like i have to yeah, good, make it good sound. Deal, good deal. Yeah.
1: You know, last week's episode, um mm-hmm. i don't i haven't listened to every episode we've done, probably 80% of them though. Yeah. And uh last week's i was really entertained by as a listener, <laughs> i was laughing out loud at our stupidity. It was actually it was i thought it was a good show. I was enjoying it. Yeah.
0: I i agree like I, I mean gun to my head if i had to say if someone said what's your favorite show you have guys done, i I know it's fresh off the, you know, the press with us here with this one, but I have to say that one might be my favorite one.
1: Yeah, I think so too. That was a good topic. It was fun. Yeah, it was a
0: good show. So get it ready, everyone, because this one will not be as good whatsoever. <laughs> uh, no, this would be a fun show. We're doing our top five college movies this week, Jim. Yes. Excited for this. Yes, I am. Um, and we're doing our top five uh, high school movies the following week. Kind of sticking with a the little theme here. And uh, sorry, I thought our computer just. Oh, I thought it was gonna die. No, we're good. Oh no, we're good. Nope. No, we're good. I'm I'm leaving that in too. You get a you get a blow in it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, good. Uh, so anyway, we got a couple comments to get through, then we'll get into our topic. What's that? What do you say? Is that good with you?
1: I'm good because I love cute. our
0: fans, and I want to make sure we give them uh, the proper uh, respect on on our our show here. But, you know I they they take nice the time guy. to write in. I know. I know. Uh, okay uh, one of our uh, great fans Lindsay she's written in before she is uh, so excited for the, the. she's referring to our topic top top five college movies so excited uh, you two make me laugh all the time makes my work day better and every episode is so funny and entertaining keep up the good work and I know you guys will make it big I know it much love from Texas that is the nicest thing She she's so nice
1: it's extremely nice
0: I don't know why <laughs> But you know, if she's ever actually met a in person, she'd be like, these guys are lame-os. Um uh, I've got a bunch of comments from, on Facebook, people writing in their, their top five uh, on this topic. So we'll mention some of those, some of those at the end. But one, uh, Dave, uh, at the end of his top five, he wrote in on Facebook, he says, um, referring to the college movies, also, they need to put realistic dorm rooms in college movies. If you can whip a football between each other while studying, that ain't a dorm room, that's a penthouse.
1: Yeah, like uh, like the two-bedroom apartment that was saved by the bell, the college years. It,
0: it was three bedrooms. Remember? Because the girls and guys oh, were on, on each side. And then they had the big, huge, like, bigger than anyone's apartment. Like, if something like that in, like, say, like, New York, that would cost, like, I don't know, five grand a month. <laughs> you yeah, know,
1: that was that's ridiculous. What was, did you live in a dorm?
0: No, no, I didn't live. I okay. went to college in, in near my hometown. So, actually, I commuted every day. I stayed at home for my first year, so. Okay. But I, I, uh-huh. I've been in many dorms. I mean, I had friends and stuff in the dorms. Those things are just – they're like little closets. They're horrible.
1: Oh, I, I got lucky because I, I lived in the dorms my junior and senior year because uh, I went to a community college with my parents for the first two. And uh, I lived in an upperclassman dorm that were all singles. So I never had a roommate. I had my own room. And it was like – it was a decent size. I mean, it was like the size of a full bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I would not have been able to live with a roommate at that age so i
0: can't live with a roommate now no <laughs> and i'm married so
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know figure that one out uh moving on a couple of other comments on twitter uh leah um she wrote in great episode as always omg i totally forgot about clue <laughs> mm. uh, it's okay I- i'll let it go uh i love that game love trivia pursuit and seen it both great games I played a lot of Monopoly growing up, but even as a kid, I felt bad about the ruthless and cutthroat nature of that game.
1: Ooh. It's pretty vicious. It
0: is. It is vicious. Um, I've even been a. So- I've always been a softy, and I've simply surrendered to the fact that I will never be a rich person. Oh, I feel like she's. Oh. it's okay, Leah. Pick your. Pick that chin up. You're okay. Um, thank you for all the wonderful work you guys do. And you're right when you refer to me as super fan. I love you guys. I think last week I referred to her as our super fan from Hawaii. She's from Hawaii, and she also Aww. sent a picture um, of the uh, Mastermind. And that she mentioned that was one of her favorite games. And I never, I did played it. Never even heard of it. So she sent a picture. I think she was like at a Target or a Walmart or something. And then she also sent a picture of a new Save by the Bell board game, which I need to try this game.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah, so we'll have to play. Let's get together and we'll play that. And uh, and um, that's it. We'll just play that all weekend. What do you think, Jim? I'm in. All right, good.
1: I was at a at a toy store over the weekend, and because uh, I like toy stores, don't judge me. Yeah, and they had board games out, and they had the the Clue game that you were talking about, which is like the super ultimate detective edition yeah. with the original like rooms and weapons and stuff. Yeah. And then they had a new expanded monopoly. They didn't just have boardwalk and park place. There was like Florida Avenue and they added a bunch of properties. So the blues had three properties instead of two. They added a ton of properties and uh, a bunch of additions to this game. And I wanted to get it. Hmm. Uh, but uh, it was like, I was a child and my wife told me no. And then I asked if we could play monopoly, the monopoly that we already own. And she said, yes. And I, f- Full well knew that she just meant, I'm going to say this so you stop talking, and we didn't play the game that night. Right, right. But like I was a child.
0: Well, you are. You're just yeah. a grown. Like our guy and our buddy Rob, who does our voice work in the, in the beginning of the show, we're just grown children.
1: That's definitely
0: true. And just- I'm not that grown. Pretty short guy. So um, <laughs> uh, another, uh, another friend of the show, Aiden, wrote in, and he said, The seething disdain Tom has for checkers is funny. Go Scrabble team. Um, and he said that he said me and uh, and uh, that uh, city councilor Noah Hobbs. uh, He said for he said you guys should start the Duluth Scrabble team, and (laughs) I think we should. I think we should.
1: We should just get shirts made. Tom and Jim's top five shirts that are uh, Duluth Scrabble team.
0: I'm glad you brought up shirts though, Jim, because I a friend of mine uh, texted me over the weekend, and he just listened to our show. Uh, our latest episode, and he um he said, "Are you guys seriously thinking about getting shirts? Because I totally would buy one." And I was, it was in a group text with two other friends, and they all jumped in and said, "Yeah, we'll buy one." We'll buy. One. It, it, there's obviously an upfront cost to making shirts and and stuff to sell, you know, and um, but if you if if people are interested, write in and let us know, because then we'll we'll crunch some numbers and maybe we'll get. Because I have two different people I know that. Have clothing you know, production companies that are kind of you know, so I can talk to them and we could get something going here.
1: Oh, that's a great idea.
0: Yeah, I mean people, uh, people love our logo. Uh, my wife made that logo, and uh, she did a great job. And uh, people like our Twitter logo, which is a friend did that one. And so, and of course the Tom hates Jim bumper stickers. Uh, a lot of people have mentioned <laughs> they want those. Hey, right. Let us know if you want them. We'll uh, we'll look into it. And what the heck, we'll make a we'll make a little money. Maybe maybe Jim, will make enough to buy me a new laptop. Cause that's what Maybe. we need. Actually, we don't need. I don't need any extra money. Just need money to buy a new computer, and then we'll stop. Put selling, it all so. back in the company. Exactly. Put it all back. Yeah. Oh well. So yeah, let us know. But yeah, I I would love that. I'd would wear one. What the hell?
1: I would wear a Duluth Scrabble T-shirt. For
0: I, sure. We'll make those too. What the heck? We'll have a do couple of like options. The tile,
1: like spell out Duluth like the Scrabble tiles. Oh,
0: Jim, you're on to something here.
1: Yeah, it's like it, I do graphic design for a living. But you don't. I kind of do. Actually. Well, you kind of do. Yeah.
0: You make commercials, Jim. What kind of local commercials are you working on these days?
1: Oh, gosh. What I do? Um, I've got a Jaguar dealership next week. I've got a Honda dealership. Ooh. Um, I, just, I do a lot of car commercials. Today, I did a um, Buick commercial, a couple Buick commercials. Nice. Yeah, I do a lot of car stuff. You know, car car dealerships kind of you can judge uh judge the economy by car dealerships if a lot of local ones are advertising then people are doing well and if they're not advertising people aren't doing well
0: no no, no more cash for clunkers yes. um
1: so well great
0: good well i'm glad we learned about you a little bit about you and your job jim i'm, I'm thank you i'm actually a little sorry for asking um anyway <laughs> let's give, <laughs> that's enough for our, our uh comments i think for the week oh, is that okay with you <laughs>
1: I have a lot of comments right now. Oh, let's, let's go. go. What's,
0: what's here, Jim? Yeah. Let's get it all no, out on I the do, table.
1: Come on. I think uh, I think you have a lovely voice. Untrue. I think you are a friendly person. Also untrue. Uh, I think you're always seeing the glass half full. Oh, definitely not true. Mm-hmm. Those are all things that I think of you.
0: And this is why you love me, Jim.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love you too. Hey, Tom. Yeah. What are we doing today? Uh, we're doing our top five college movies, Jim
1: excellent
0: was there any stipulations on this i mean besides the fact that it should take place in college
1: yeah uh it's got to be a movie <laughs> okay a movie got it and and has to center around a college and or a university
0: oh oh no we're yeah. good we're good okay you good yeah I, you good? I i thought maybe i screwed up but no i'm, I'm good
1: <laughs> okay okay
0: all right well jim do you know
1: the difference between a college and a university thomas
0: No, and I actually don't really care, but I have a feeling you're going to tell everyone anyway, so go ahead.
1: Nope. nope. If you don't care, then I don't really care to tell you.
0: Jim, when have you ever cared about anything I said?
1: I wasn't the one judging you. You're the one saying you didn't care about what I was saying.
0: I would love to know what the difference is between a college and a university, Jim.
1: I am not going to tell you, but uh, let's get on with our list. All right.
0: Well, I want you to start because you started last week, Jim and Uh it was I felt like it was That's a good vibe we had a good show
1: let's just let's just keep with it is that okay I'm ready alright Jim I've been stretching doing some wind sprints uh, I've been drinking uh, some lemon tea all day just warming up you've been doing kegels (laughs) yeah (laughs) warm up Yep. Getting ready for the show.
0: I catch you off guard there. I'm sorry. I'm, yep, sorry. Yep. I'm doing kegels no, right I'm now, Jim.
1: Uh-huh. I can hear it. I can tell.
0: <laughs> oh, no, that's something else. But that's that's my business. That's my business. All Jim, right. what's your number five?
1: My number five... Whoa, my computer just uh, jumped around. My number five... Yeah. ...is... Uh, God, there were like three movies that could have been my number five. It was. It could have gone a few different ways, but I locked in with what... Well, it's my only 80s movie on this list. And to me, it is the best role that Val Kilmer's ever played. Batman Forever. Yes. Good. Batman Forever. (laughs) Or until senior year. Right. (laughs) This movie is Real Genius Ah. with Val Kilmer as Chris Knight. Have you seen Real Genius?
0: Yes. Dude, this is a great movie.
1: Well, I feel like it's a very cult classic movie. I feel like it's not... Like a very mainstream movie. I didn't know about it until I was in college. Yeah. So it's it's not like a huge popular movie, but it is one of the funniest, wittiest movies. And Val Kilmer's hilarious in it. He does comedy very, very well. So this movie is um, it's set at a school called Pacific Tech. It's a science and engineering university, and it's very similar to Caltech in real life, in fact, there's a lot of similarities between the two schools. A lot of um, people who went to Caltech were advisors for this movie. And um, if you go, if you even Google like uh, Real Genius Caltech, you'll get a list of pages come up of lists of like 30 or 40 things that they put in there. There's like little. Um, abbreviations and things and little posters and secret things that they put all over the movie that if you went to Caltech you'd understand. Mm-hmm. Like uh, in in Real Genius they freeze the hallways and they have like an ice skating party but in Caltech they had uh, what they called alley surfing and uh, the the buildings had cement floors so they would uh, soap the floors and go skating on the cement floors of the dorms and stuff so they kind of took that tradition and uh, used it as um or freezing like Tom and Jerry did you remember that Tom and Jerry cartoon I remember I every that Tom that and one. Jerry cartoon where they flood the kitchen and they open the oh, freezer yeah. and ice is over the kitchen that's um, awesome. so the, the movie's about a teen, uh teenage geniuses going to college and dealing with their abilities of being smarter than everybody else basically and being a lot of them socially awkward so there's a there's a uh, professor named Jerry Hathaway in this movie and he's working with the CIA to develop basically an assassination laser. And, uh, you know, like you do, like you do, right? And instead of, um, hiring people, he uses free labor, the students, and then takes the money and is remodeling his house. So there's like this pre freshman named Mitch Taylor, and he ends up rooming with Chris Knight. And Chris Knight's supposed to be like Einstein, one of the smartest people in the world. And, but he's very, like, uh, kind of like surfer dude almost, like not like Jeff Spicoli, but. He's just a very laid back guy and he pulls pranks on everybody, but he's brilliant. And uh, so, through the course of the movie, there's this guy named Kent who's like uh, kind of the jerk of the movie. And they, they put a tiny microphone in his braces so you can hear him talk and then convince him that they're God. <laughs> and uh, they get, they through this process, they find out uh, about this laser and they put uh, popcorn inside the professor's house. And then use a prism to diffuse the laser and explode all the popcorn in the house, like pop all the popcorn. Yeah, and it like blows up—not really blows up the house, but it comes out all the doors and windows and stuff. In real life, though, it was uh, three months worth of popcorn that they put inside that house to make that scene.
0: When you say like three months, like it took them three months to make the popcorn, or is like yeah, it
1: took them three months to pop the popcorn while the movie was going on because they needed so much popcorn. Yeah.
0: Now, see, now, see, that's that's. Awesome, because nowadays it's all would be all CGI, and
1: you it know. would be yeah. And Absolutely. not to say
0: there's no talent there, and that's not hard to do, but I'm like it's way cool that they actually took all this time to make the popcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: one thing I thought you would find interesting: there's one female nerd in this group, and her name is Jordan. And the the role that she played was based off of a cartoon that you have put on your list, and that is Chippendales Rescue Rangers. And she's based off of Gadget. Nice. And that was according to a writer and producer in 1991. A writer and producer of uh, Chippendale said that that's where he got the idea from.
0: Well, I'm
1: glad they did. Yes. Well, yes. Uh, but so many great lines out of this movie, and it's so quick and so witty and so funny. One of them I used on you about two or three weeks ago. My friend Neil texted me and said, Did you quote Real Genius in your show? I'm like, bah, I don't think so. What did I say? It, because a lot of, and I'm sure a lot of movies are this way with you. You've just been saying it so much that it becomes part of your, your daily lexicon, if you will, and you forget that uh, it's from a movie. And in this case, um, the movie said, the line is, I'm only saying this because I care. There are a lot of decaffeinated brands on the market that taste just like the real thing. Are, 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 Just as tasty as the real thing. But I said something along those lines to you a couple weeks ago, (laughs) totally forgetting that that's a Val Kilmer line from this movie.
0: And I just thought you were just really funny.
1: No, I just really care about your general well-being.
0: Well, I'm glad you do. Thank
1: you. But my favorite line in this movie, and I'll say this, and uh, nobody knows what I'm talking about, and it doesn't really ever even apply in normal conversation, but there's a, a scene where Val Kilmer's talking to that guy, Kent, who's kind of the jerk, and he says, "What about the time I found you naked with a bowl of Jello?" And his response was, "It was hot, and I was hungry." <laughs> and that's like my favorite line. That that line cracks <laughs> me up every time I watch this movie.
0: Oh, that could. Oh, I, you could use that one in daily life all the time.
1: <laughs> it plays. Yeah. It plays.
0: Nice. Yeah, good, good so pick, I, Jim.
1: I love this movie. Um, like I said, it's not as popular as I feel like it should be. But if you haven't seen it. Um, check it out. It's probably on Amazon Prime, maybe even on Netflix. I'm not sure, but it's definitely worth the 90 minutes of your time, nice, just to watch nice. it once.
0: Yeah, it's good, and it, yeah, I think a lot of people haven't seen it or like you know or may not know it. It's, it is worth your time. Go out and check it. Out. I think one of my wife's favorite movies actually. So she loves Real Genius. Well, good good way to start off, Jim. Number f- that's your number five. Okay, that's my All number right. five. All right. good good good. Well, my number five, Jim. I'm going yes, into the 90s a little bit. Okay. Um, I had an '80s one on here. I took it out. Um Ooh, I didn't risky. want to. I just, well, I know, but everyone makes fun of me. Like I love the '80s too much. But whatever, I don't care. Uh, anyway, mine is from 1994, and it's a little movie, movie called PCU.
1: That is a fantastic movie.
0: It's a fantastic movie, and it is. like I said. It's from 1994, and
1: it is so 1994. This movie. It's a very '90s movie. <laughs> yeah, very.
0: It is not a period piece for the time. It is definitely a nineties movie made in the nineties. <laughs> like it's it's awesome. It's awesome. Well for those of you who don't know, the PCU, uh the, here's a little synopsis. Uh, high school senior comes to visit Port Chester University. Um, but they you know, they call it politically correct university. Uh it comes for the weekend and the admissions department actually missed does, has, mistakes him and sets him up with um, to stay with uh, Draws, which is played by Jeremy Piven. He's a seven-year student and a party animal who lives in the Pit. There's no um, fraternities, but this is like an underground fraternity. It's a bunch of guys and they call it the Pit. Uh, guys and gals.
1: Did, did they ban? Did they ban fraternities? They banned fraternities
0: because it's like I said, everything's politically correct. So There's no fraternities. There's no like. Mascot—they come up with a new mascot in the in the movie. There's all this all this crazy stuff. Everyone's doing protests everywhere on the, on campus. Anyway, the pit is uh, to to some people is the most offensive house on campus. Um, and after trying to pawn the pre-freshman off on his housemate, Draw sets off. On his normal daily activities, including disrupting a political protest by throwing meat at the group of vegan protesters, um, the president. <laughs> yeah, he does a bunch of other things. It's great. great. The president of the university then receives a number of complaints, and that uh, helps them. That kind of kicks off the whole "we're going to kick these people off campus" kind of thing, and then they, they like they're going to throw a big party to raise money and to save themselves and stuff like that. Um, an all-campus rager, as they call it uh which in fact that All Campus Ranger uh George Clinton and the Parliament Funkadelic perform because they get lost on their tour bus and one of the guys yeah, brings them to the party and uh yeah do you remember
1: when George Clinton was in an NBA jam? Do you remember when he was a player you could be?
0: Yes, I do. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah, nice. that's how
1: I knew who he was. Yeah.
0: God, he had great. That does dreads are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so that's kind of where that's kind of where uh you know the this premise of the movie and oh, uh, this movie is so good. I just love it. Um uh, um, I mentioned Parliament and, Fun- Parliament and Funkadelic. Um, they were actually not the first choice of the director, um, Hart uh, Bochner. Um, he actually really, originally Nirvana was scripted to play in the movie. But they were really? too, yeah, they were too expensive. Because you got to think this 94, I mean, this is three years okay. after. I mean, they're huge. Way too expensive for them. This, this, this movie's budget, um, okay, wrote down, I think it was $8 million. Um, and it actually it was not a success it actually only made 4.3 million so it was a critical it was a failure Uh, it got big after like you know uh, not DVD but VHS rentals and stuff from like Blockbuster but anyway so uh, but then when Nirvana was too expensive then uh, Goo Goo Dolls were considered Um, but at the time in 94 he thought America wouldn't recognize them at the time because they weren't as big there yet apparently so, so, we finally decided on the the P-Funk and that's how that's how he ended up in the movie. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Piven's character, Draws, uh, he smoke, he's just constantly smoking um, but Jeremy Piven does not smoke cuz so he, actually he was smoking uh, it was like fruit like c- fruit in, not, instead of tobacco in the cigarettes. <laughs> that's what he was smoking. Really? Yeah, cuz he wouldn't smoke. But he actually got um, Jeremy Piven he had a rough time on this uh, on this movie. Um, he co- he contracted malaria during filming. And he actually lost eight pounds overnight, and Whoa. you can actually see this um, in between different scenes. You see him look paler and dramatically skinnier in a couple of different scenes in the movie. So it's um I, I haven't gone back to see th- see that. I just read that the, that was the thing. So I gotta go back and see uh, see where you can see it. Where okay, this is obviously the day after he c- contracted malaria. <laughs> malaria, you know. That's um, crazy. He also didn't get along too well with the, the, the director, Hart Bochner. Um, the, the guy did not want anyone to improvise. In fact, there's only one improvised line in the movie that was kept. And do you know what that one is, Jim? Um,
1: no, I don't.
0: So you're going to see this this band and you're wearing the shirt of the band you're going to see?
1: Don't be that guy.
0: Don't be that guy. Jeremy Piven. Uh, he... <laughs> <laughs> that's the best line of the movie. And he improvised... Jeremy Piven impro- improvised that. And, uh, it, I'm glad Was it he, just
1: that don't be that guy line? Yeah, don't be that guy. That's like... Yeah, that's the best line. I still... I think of that every time I go to a concert. Yeah. You, even if I buy a shirt at that concert, I will it. not put it on. No,
0: no. no. I was just going to ask, have you ever gone to a concert wearing the band's name? or a band's No, name? Because, okay.
1: because of PCA. Because
0: of this movie. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so the the writers of this movie, Adam Leff and Zach Penn, actually um, uh, kind of took this movie from their own personal life. They went to uh, Wesleyan uh, University in Middletown, Connecticut, and they... They kind of had the same type of politically correct, t- constant protesters on their campus, and so they, that's where they came up with the idea of this movie. So they wrote this movie. Uh, most of the most of the um, filming was in Toronto at the University of Toronto, and um, uh, like a the, the theme with all these Jim is that it's going to be like at some campus, and they're all going to be like loosely affiliated with a, an actual real school, like you mentioned in Real Genius, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's I actually love this movie, but like I said, it was not critically acclaimed, did not make a lot of money, only 4.3 versus its $8 million budget. Um, Roger Ebert at the time said, quote, begins with a fantastic premise, but immediately loses faith in it. <laughs> Nothing, <laughs> nonetheless, it has also been ranked... Uh, but it, other than that, it actually has been ranked one of the best ten college movies um, by a lot of lists on, online and stuff. But it's an awesome movie. It's hilarious. It's very quotable. Um, the the um, the be- one of my favorite parts is the kid. The kid who comes, Tom, is the the pre freshman that comes to visit the campus, and he he pisses off everyone because they're all they're all working on their like their end of the year final theses and stuff, and he trips in this computer lab and like knocks the power out of everyone's computer. <laughs> And, like, they lose everything. So, like, the whole movie. Now, he's not only hanging with all these guys, but he's also running from, like, the whole campus and all these different groups who hate him. Because he runs from them, and then he runs into, like, these protesters that he screwed up their protests, and now they're chasing him, and just kind of moves along. (laughs) Like, everyone's chasing him at the end. But the party at the end where they're having this big party is where they all – come together and put aside their differences and have this big party so like that was like the point of it like put aside all your differences and we can just have fun on a college campus kind of thing so yeah it's awesome i absolutely love it i love i love the having a character that's like been in school for seven eight years i love that i think it's hilarious (laughs) so like the only sport you see too is these bunch of hippies playing the feminists uh uh uh, in uh frisbee golf (laughs) And uh, like that, they're like we're gonna go to the game, and you think they're gonna go to a game, and then they show you show then the scene cuts to these guys playing frisbee golf. I'm like that's the that's the sports they play at this. <laughs> uh, it's awesome, great lines, great lines in the movie. Um, yeah, good stuff. I never, I don't know what, uh, if I didn't look up the director. I I've never really heard of him. This um, Hart Bachner, Bachner, I think it's I think it's Bachner. Um, so I don't know if he made anything else, but he did a pretty good job with this one.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't heard of him before. Let me see. Um, PCU, just on the old IMDB. Right. What,
0: while you're looking at that, up, one of my favorite lines is is Jeremy Piven is just walking this Tom guy through the, you know, he's just fast talking, walking through the house. And he and he's talking about this university and how everyone's politically correct. And he's like, well, the times have changed in the past 30 years, Tomas. We no longer swill sherrys and screw goats for fun anymore. <laughs> and that's I use I, my friend Tony and I have mentioned we talk that line all the time we talk about it and it's just it's a stupid line it's inappropriate but it's hilarious <laughs> so.
1: well uh, so as far as movies he directed he acted in a ton of movies
0: oh he did so he's okay I didn't yeah never he, heard of uh,
1: yeah he was in Die Hard actually he's acted in a ton but oh. as far as directing goes he's only yeah. directed four movies one of them being PCU. Uh, another one was High School High with John Lovitz. Oh, so let's just go sucked. ahead and say he never really directed anything else.
0: Oh, okay, and that won't be on our high school list next <laughs> week. <laughs> All right, Jim, let's move on. Let's keep going. What's, what's your number four? Okay.
1: My number four, I, if I was a betting man, I would say this is on your list, and wow. it's probably on most people's lists. Yes, It is the essential classic college movie, 1978's Animal House. <laughs> Nice, nice. Jim. Casa de Animal, as I like to call it.
0: I like it. I like. It. Yeah. I like
1: thank it. you. Thank you. Animalé. Is,
0: is that Spanish? Yeah. For animals? Yeah. It's
1: it's French. Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> Good, Jim. This is actually, uh, Jim. This is my number two.
1: number two. Number two. Okay. So
0: you you go ahead though. It's so your show. Sure. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, feel free to chime in here. I no, want to... Not gonna at all. Good. Good deal. Yeah. Um, starting off though, this is National Lampoon's Animal House.
0: Yeah. Full title.
1: Full title. Yeah. And National Lampoon. Itself, the organization was an American humor magazine running from 1970 to 1998. And it started out as a spinoff of the Harvard Lampoon, which was their satire uh, paper. So the people who made National Lampoon were Harvard grads who wrote for the Harvard Lampoon. So this movie was uh, produced by Ivan Reitman, who's done a ton of stuff, Maddie Simmons, directed by John Landis. Stars uh, Belushi, Tim Matheson, Donald Sutherland as Kevin Bacon's first movie. So the the screenplay, though, was adapted by uh, Kenny, uh, Douglas Kenny, who was the co-founder of National Lampoon Magazine. Uh, Chris Miller and Harold Ramis, who we know as Egon. Egon. uh, Rest in peace. From stories written by Miller and published in National Lampoon Magazine. And Kenny was in the speed club at Harvard. Harvard doesn't have fraternities. They have uh, finals clubs uh, because you can't have fraternities on campus. So he was in the the speed club, as was John F. Kennedy and Robert Kennedy. Um, And a lot of the stories were based on his experience there, uh, Ramus's experience at uh, Zeta Beta Tau at Washington University in St. Louis. Miller's was Alpha Delta Phi uh, at Dartmouth and Reitman was Delta Epsilon at uh, McMaster University in Ontario. So they just kind of pooled all their collective hijinks and wrote stories about it, basically. Uh, so this was a direct spinoff of National Lampoon Magazine about uh, fraternity members challenging authority at Faber College.
0: Yes, they, they claimed Faber College,
1: Jim. The cla- yes, uh, but the original cast... Was not supposed to be who was there because Belushi was getting a lot of notoriety in SNL. They turned to a lot of other SNL cast members like Chevy Chase was supposed to play Otter. Uh, Bill Murray was supposed to be Boone. I don't know if they hated each other at this point. Uh, Brian (laughs) Doyle Murray was supposed to be Hoover. Aykroyd was supposed to be D-Day. I could totally see
0: Aykroyd as D-Day.
1: I could totally yeah, see that, yeah. uh, but nobody wanted to do it except Belushi, so he did SNL while he was doing or filming this movie, um, and Pinto, one of the main characters, his nickname is Pinto. That was Chris Miller's nickname when he went to Dartmouth, when he was uh, in a fraternity there.
0: Your nickname is Pinto.
1: Why? Why not? <laughs> um, what I, I liked about this was the movie itself was shot at University of Oregon. Yes. And the reason is because the, the president of the University of Oregon at the time used to be a senior administrator at Cal Berkeley. And he was there when a, a studio approached them to shoot The Graduate on campus and they turned it down and it became one of the greatest movies ever made. So he felt he made a poor choice and, and had some senior advisors uh, read the script for Animal House, and they said it's hilarious, please shoot the movie here. So he allowed them to come on, and they shot the whole movie at University of Oregon. Nice, nice. Good. I have some, uh, some fun facts, but go ahead and jump in here. Tell oh, me I was, you got on yeah,
0: this. I mean, I got, you, you kind of said it all, and, uh, for, for, so we don't go on all night here, but I, I don't want to mention a bunch of things. But you mentioned Belushi was doing SNL. He was flying back twice a week. To New York hmm. from Oregon to do SNL to tape SNL, um, his performance in the cafeteria when they do the big food fight scene. But yeah. before that, all his stuff that he was doing, you know, piling the, like all the food on his tray <laughs> and everything, all <laughs> improvised. He wasn't. He was just supposed to go through line the line, and they weren't even going to film him putting food on a tray. But he was. He just kept doing it. So then they put the camera on him, <laughs> on on the food, um, and then of the the where he puts a bunch of food in his mouth and he goes, "Guess what I am?" And then he pops his, you know, presses his. Li- Cheeks together, and food goes flying. I was it, and yeah. that was all improvised. And the cat they actually—the reaction from the cast is uh, completely genuine. Like they didn't know. He- his, <laughs>
1: his eyebrows afterwards when he does it. Oh,
0: I know. Oh, he, his all his facial expressions were just amazing. Um, a couple things uh, when they do the toga party at their fraternity um, because of this. In the fifties and sixties, this takes place in the fifties. In the fifties and sixties, toga parties actually were a huge thing like to do at the college campuses well after this movie came out it uh, be, again became a huge fad to do toga parties on at part at college campus parties um but there's a scene where he's walking down the stairs and uh this like hippie guy is playing a acoustic guitar for a girl on the stairs and it's like this this nice little melody and he's trying to he's singing the song you know and John Belushi's just kind of looking around. You think, like, he likes the song. He's just listening to it. And then he just grabs the, <laughs> grabs the guitar and then beats the hell out of it against the wall and gives it back to him. And he goes, thanks. Or he says, sorry, or something. And he walks away. And that was actually the only damage done to the house where they were filming because he actually put a hole in the wall. Uh, from the guitar, and uh, <laughs> they actually, um, instead of repairing it, the fraternity because it was actually a fraternity house on campus of, in the campus of Oregon, they actually placed a frame around it commemorating the whole uh, whole uh, filming of the movie and everything. So they That's never funny. they had never fixed it. Um, really you mentioned Donald Sutherland. He he. They basically put him in the movie because no one other, no one else with a big name. Even John Belushi was an SNL name, but not a movie name. Like, so they put Donald Sutherland in, in it just to put it on the marquee, pretty much, to get mm. people to go to the movie. And he accepted a flat fee of seventy five thousand dollars, and he wanted the money up front. He only worked three days because he thought the money he wanted the money up front because he thought it was going to be a horrible movie. <laughs> and and <laughs> if he would have taken the gross percentage that a lot of actors do after, um, he would have made an additional three to four million dollars. That's how oh, big God. this movie was. <laughs> so. <laughs> But with that said, he actually has said in many interviews this is actually one of his personal favorites of all his films. So even really? after he did, it, you know, he thought it was gonna be horrible. He loves this, this, uh, this movie. Uh, there's a bunch of other cool trivia on this movie. I mean, there's just tons of it. Um, <clears throat> but um, uh, the other one that was uh, the scene where uh, Flounder is is sad because they ruined his brother's car.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> At
0: uh, Bluto, John Belushi's character smashes a bottle over his head to make him cheer up. You know, because it's weird. They actually had to film that like 18 times because the Stephen First, the guy who played Flounder, kept laughing and ruining every take. So they they had to like go through the 18 of those fake smashing over the head bottles <laughs> because he couldn't handle. He just was so funny because John Belushi couldn't would make him laugh. So, <laughs> uh, what else you got? I got one other thing about Kevin Bacon. By the way, you said it was his first okay. role. Yeah. Um, they the actors because they tried to stay in character. They actually would go to campus parties and stay away from the other. The, the bad guys in the movie like they would treat each other like they're like method acting i guess you would say and then kevin bacon they would treat him like crap because he was that's what that was what they're supposed to do in the movie and he he was so little not well known at all this was his first movie that even when they went to the premiere the ushers didn't know who he is and made him sit with everyone else in the, like other people in the balcony <laughs> because they didn't believe him he was in the cast
1: <laughs> so that's funny yeah
0: what else you got on this? I got, a lot, I got a lot on this one. So
1: yeah, go ahead. Uh, two quick little things. The movie was originally supposed to be about, about Charles Manson. The first draft of the screen, screenplay written by Harold Ramis and Douglas Kenny was entitled, are you sitting down? Ah, uh, yeah. Laser Orgy Girls. And was about a cult leader and murderer in high school so that script got rejected the drugs then,
0: in the 70s were amazing
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then they reworked it uh, a ton of times until it was absolutely nothing from what it used to be and it became Animal House and the only other thing I've got on this is that that classic scene where Belushi takes that uh, bottle of Jack and chugs <sighs> yeah. it Yeah. contrary to popular belief it was actually iced tea not real whiskey not that he couldn't have done real whiskey right. <laughs> he right. didn't
0: right. <laughs> Yeah, he he definitely could have. I'm sure he could have. Actually, he probably did so. do that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, um, and then who didn't have? Uh, you had to, every college dorm or someone you knew in college or their bedroom always had that picture of Belushi with the college, with the sweatshirt yep. that just said college on it.
1: I had the shirt. So
0: yeah. You have the shirt. Yes, that was just everywhere and still everywhere. People have that all over the place. So. This is a great one. I We literally could go on and on about this movie. I absolutely love this movie. Like I say, it's my number two. I re, it was going to be my number one. I replaced it with something else just because, um, frankly, I rewatched both of them last night, and I just I kind of did a coin flip. So, Wow. Yeah. Good pick, Jim. What, what, what was that? Your number four?
1: That was four for me. Oh, God. What are we on? We're,
0: this is going to be a long show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's just keep going then. My number four, Jim. Yeah. Came out in 2000, and it's a little movie called Road Trip.
1: I love Road Trip. In fact, this is my number three movie.
0: Okay, so we're gonna have a lot of the same ones here. So maybe the show won't be as long as I thought, (laughs) (laughs) Well maybe it will. Uh, Anyway, Road Trip. Little synopsis, real quick. Uh, In the University of Ithaca. Oh, while showing the campus to the uh, new students and their relatives, the veteran tour guide, Barry Manilow, played by Tom Green, uh, <laughs> not that Barry Manilow, this his character name, uh, tells the love story of his friend Josh Parker. And Josh has a girlfriend, Tiffany, who went the to... The
1: greatest story ever told. The greatest story to.
0: ever told, yeah. Uh, his girlfriend, Tiffany, um, goes to the University of Austin. And they have promised to be faithful to each other. However, Josh has an affair with his sexy best friend, Beth, and they accidentally videotape it, you know, like he did in 2000.
1: Sure.
0: Uh, sure. One of his friends accidentally sends the wrong videotape to Tiffany, and um, so sends the one with him having sex with a girl, and so then Josh decides to travel all the way from New York to Texas. With his friends El, Ruben, and Kyle, to retrieve the videotape before his girlfriend Tiffany sees it. I mean, that's the whole
1: movie. They're on a road
0: trip. <laughs> this movie is hilarious, Jim.
1: <laughs> I love. I saw this movie in the theater when it came out.
0: Yeah, I think I did too, actually, because you know, I was a senior in high school or, or right after that. I, I can't remember when in 2000 it came out, but oh, yeah, a bunch of us went. This is a hilarious movie. It is. All right, so you have this as your number three. Uh, yes. So, a couple things on it. Uh, Todd Phillips directed this, and he he's, does a lot of. A lot of people know him from The Hangover and a bunch of different movies. Um, he always puts himself in movies as, as a cameo. And he I'm has like an. He has like an M. Nice Shyamalan. But different. He has an amazing cameo in this movie, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he is. Uh, when Beth is on the a, bu- a tour bus, or a bus, a coach bus type thing like a Greyhound bus. He is sitting next to her or behind her and she's sleeping and he leans over to lick her toes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just says he, she has <laughs> sexy toes and she yells, isn't anyone normal? Yeah. remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's his cameo. Um, I mentioned it's at the university or university. Ithaca university, um, which is in place for Ithaca college, which is in Ithaca, New York. Um, tiffany goes to the university of austin which is uh supposed to be te- uh, university of texas and then they um, there's a scene where they go to boston university also which is uh supposed to kind of take place at, at boston college you know or university it's called university of boston but it's supposed to be like boston college so. yeah yeah uh i i love this breckenmeyer and, Meyer and uh, uh sean william scott they're hilarious in this movie sean william scott is just like this is fresh off American Pie fame, like he was just yes. killing it. And both those guys are from Minnesota, which is cool. Um, and uh, <laughs> there's, there's a scene where they uh, they're in the car and they got to jump. <laughs> they got to jump over because they took a wrong road because they think they're taking a shortcut. Because uh, their friend Ruben, the smart guy, says they can take a shortcut. We'll you know, we'll be there. We'll kill off all this time. And they come to a bridge that's out. And they got they're gonna they're gonna decide to jump it. And uh, what, is, what does Ruben say about like making sure they uh, can do it?
1: When it when it comes to physics, I'm never wrong. Right. Or I'm always sure or something like that.
0: Right. And then they like uh, Sean William Scott's character is like spits on the bridge and it falls a little bit and he's like, uh better better make it sixty <laughs> five
1: And then they jump I said we'd make it and never said the wheels would stay on the car.
0: Right, right. <laughs> Details, Jim, details. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. Uh, I mean what else do you got on this movie?
1: oh man um let's see like you said sean william scott was basically his role in this as if stifler went to college
0: yeah that's that's
1: that's what it is (laughs) i mean he was he was very typecasted in this movie um like you said it was at the university of ithaca based on ithaca college and uh and cornell university both located in um ithaca new york the filming of this took place on a lot of different college campuses which i thought was interesting woodward academy um georgia tech emory university university of georgia Uh, There's a shot of Harvard in it um, and University of Southern California were all uh, filming locations for this movie. And you don't really realize that, but I guess they did um, go to several different colleges in the movie. I mean, it it went to Boston, it went upstate New York and uh, Austin, Texas. So I guess they did need three completely separate booking campuses. So it kind of stands to reason. Um, But I just... The, the banter in this movie, and it's it's so quick-witted, the jokes are hilarious, it's just, uh, and and not to mention, you brought up Tom Green, that was like, that was, I would say his heyday, but he only had like four good days in him, right. that was when Tom Green was like it, he was the guy on MTV to watch the Tom Green show, yeah. so he really rode that wave into this movie, um, he played the, the sort of narrator for The Greatest Story Ever Told. Uh, but it is—it's. I mean, it's number three on my list for a reason. It's—it's right. it's one of those movies. I have select few movies uh, that I can throw in, put on it any time, catch it, jump in halfway through. It doesn't matter. It's just right. a movie that has like no real solid plot line. Right. But it's just a great movie, and this is one <laughs> of them to me.
0: Uh, Tom Greed's character um, gets to feed Ruben's snake while they're gone on the road trip, and uh, he he can't, he can't wait to feed the snake mice and he's in the snakes name is Mitch and one of my favorite things to do especially when i like played base we we played like in high school was, you know playing baseball and other sports and later we played like bar league softball when um we had a guy named Mitch on our bar league so- softball team and every time he's up the bat i'm like unleash the fury Mitch <laughs> uh it's just another like we always quote this movie like every time you like I, you say something goofy i'm like oh because it's you always say Cause it's your dog. <laughs> no, no, we, oh, no, got, we it. got it. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> and for those of you don't know what scene we're talking about, uh, you need to go back and check that little monologue your out. Dog?
1: Yeah. No, no, There's we got that it. one that, that line. And then we always say the one Austin, Austin, Massachusetts.
0: <laughs> we said that many times on this show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, two more things I got on this and, uh, the original, um, when they, uh, when they're going to drive the car over the bridge, I was talking about. Um, originally, the Moby's version—remember Moby—of the I do. of the James Bond theme was playing in the background when the guy when they're going to drive over the bridge. However, director Todd Phillips later switched it to a generic song because the budget didn't allow him to use the Moby song. He was apparently too—he asked for too much money, which once again proves that Moby's a dick. Oh come on! No, that's a, it's a joke because I don't like Moby, and it's also because it's Moby Dick. You got it.
1: Oh, yeah. oh, like the book. Well,
0: I, I, i never heard of it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Go on. Uh,
0: the other thing is there is a there is a sequel to this movie, Jim, which I have not what? seen. <laughs> yes, direct to video. <laughs> direct to video sequel smart. called Beer P- <laughs> Beer Pong came out in two thousand nine. Um, That's a bad idea. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, it was actually it was released in two thousand nine, but it was actually made in like oh six, but never released. But then when DreamWorks bought. Some whoever had Paramount, whatever you know, how those things all go through, um, but there is re- two original people that show up in the movie, and the DJ Qualls who plays Kyle, the skinny little dude, and then Rhonda Griffs is the tour group mom, so she's or Rhoda, okay. Rhoda Griffs, sorry, and uh, those are only two people from the original movie. I have never seen weird. it, and nor do I want to. That's weird. Yeah. Oh, good. I like that, Jim. So that was your number three, and that was my number four. That was my
1: number three pick, yep.
0: So I'd ask you here, what's your number three? And we've already did it.
1: Then I would say Road Trip.
0: Right. Yep. Got it. <laughs> so I guess we have to talk about my number three.
1: Yeah, keep on going.
0: All right, my number three, I think this is uh, this is one I added back in. I took my 80s one out and added this one back in. And okay. this was hard. By the way, this was hard. I had six solid movies, and it was like, I can't take any of these out. So by saying I added it back then doesn't mean this takes – a backseat to anything. This, I love this movie. This came out in two thousand three. uh Oh. And it follows our buddies Frank, Mitch, and Beanie, in it's old school.
1: Uh, it's also on my list. Okay. <laughs> this we, is gonna be a quick show. Yeah. Is, okay.
0: <laughs> I had to add it back in, Jim. I ha- I, I I just I we thought more about it. I'm like, God, I freaking love this movie so much. My my argument to try to keep it out was. They're not high, they're not college students, and so you know. But it takes place on a college campus, and they make a frat, so it's like it's a college I mean, it's, movie.
1: It's definitely still a college movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if anyone hasn't seen it, but it's uh, they, basically uh, they're, these guys are delusioned with their personal lives, <laughs> beginning with Mitch's uh, nymphomaniac girlfriend Heidi, who cheats on him, and he, <laughs> so he has to move out, and so he gets a house, uh, rents Come a out house, of the
1: bathroom like a goddamn mattress. <laughs>
0: Sometimes you come home on the early flight from San Diego, and uh, never mind. Um,
1: I saw this movie in the theater with my friend Eric, yeah. and Eric has one of the best laughs I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, and I'm sit and it's it's a very distinctive, like uh, contagious laugh. And I sat next to him in the theater, and there are certain scenes in this movie that I'll never forget. That like I almost wet myself, not only laughing at the movie but laughing with my friend Eric, like when when uh sean william scott shoots himself in the neck with a dart i i mean to me that's one of those moments that will always stick out in my head just laughing with and at my friend eric laughing at that scene is hilarious
0: when when he shoots when frank shoots himself in the neck with a dart sean william scott's character goes yes and i always like to i always yell that that's
1: what yeah yeah that's right it was will ferrell who shoots he's like what, what,
0: what's wrong you got a fucking dart in your neck
1: <laughs> what
0: what
1: i like you you're crazy you're, you're crazy but i like you.
0: i gotta I, I i mean this movie i, I think everyone knows it. if you don't know it i mean do you, go watch it but a couple tidbits on this movie and i'll let you i'll let you jump in here jim but the foul mouth band playing at the wedding is a real life band called the dan band
1: okay so pause real quick okay uh my friend Kristen, yeah, uh, her fiance's name is Chris. They live here in Cleveland. Uh-huh. Um, his college roommate was Dan.
0: The, the really the, is yeah. that the lead singer?
1: Yeah, of okay. the Dandy. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so th- that's his college roommate. They came and played in town, and I couldn't make the show. We were <sighs> all going to go watch him play and hang out with him and I couldn't make it.
0: Well, they're in this movie, and they're also they, they you see him in the Hangover and Starsky and Hutch, and basically because they're Vince Vong's favorite band. So he loves this band, and so that's how they he started putting them in, uh, suggesting them for these movies. Um, some of uh, Luke Wilson um, was actually the more of the professional actor, I guess they used to call him one take Wilson because he would do every scene in, like one take, and the director would be like, "Oh, I, all right, we got it." Like he was so good. Um, Vince Vaughn actually um was not considered; the, the studio did not want him for this movie. Yeah, they they thought he's not I know it sounds weird to say this now but they're like he's not a comedic actor
1: he just did Psycho yeah he just yeah, he just got done doing dramatic roles
0: right yeah this, this was his first comedic role which just sounds funny now because it seems like everything he does I mean he does other dramatic roles now too but everything he does is comedic but this was his first one and he just killed it I mean he yes. <laughs> knocked it out of the park what else you got on this movie
1: Oh man! Um, like you said, uh, Todd Phillips makes some cameos, and this one, he's the classic guy who's here for the gangbang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thinks,
0: say that say what, be... with that weird fro haircut, the same thing in that... the in the road trip.
1: Yeah, he looks exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, and something I thought was really funny in this movie, and it happens in another movie I'm going to talk about too, where Jeremy Piven, <laughs> who's in PCU, right as uh, as the main party guy in that movie is the dean in this movie right i, I like that crossover there That's awesome. um, and you you brought up vince vaughn in the studio um some of the frat shenanigans were real in this movie um phillips and armstrong received uh, writing credits for the film, and Armstrong put his own college fraternity experiences into the script. He (laughs) went to school in Peoria, Illinois, which could only be Bradley, and I almost went to that school, but I didn't didn't like the area that it was in. And uh, so it was up to – he said because they were in Peoria, Illinois, it was up to them to entertain themselves. So a lot of the ideas for old school came from stuff that they did, especially in the winter – when they couldn't go out and they were just stuck in, in the college dorm. So a lot of the crap that they did made it into the movie. Um, we talked about in um, Road Trip how they used a shot of Harvard. Right. It's a, it's a flyover shot. Well, the same shot was used in this movie too. They just recycled it. It's the exact same did, shot. It's the exact same yeah, shot of Harvard. If you Harvard. go back and yeah. look at
0: it, you're like, oh, it is the, – there's, there's nothing different about it. So Yeah
1: um let's see the the church where frank got married was also the church in wedding crashers <laughs> with vince vaughn and owen wilson <laughs> nice. they use the same one um, 20 bucks it's corinthians <laughs> sorry first <laughs> the, corinthians. Uh, in the streaking scene will Farrell one was really naked and two scared a lot of gym members at the 24-hour gym that he ran by <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was a real t- real city street that they ran yeah, down. it was. And even though it was like in the middle of the night, it, the 24-hour gym was open. And uh, wasn't it, didn't he say like the second they rehearsed it and then the, when they actually went back to do it, the there's nobody on the treadmills near the windows because they didn't want to yeah. see it again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, it. Snoop Dogg agreed to be Snoop. in the movie. Snoopaloop. Bring your green hat. Let's go. He agreed to be in the movie so that he could play Huggy Bear and Starsky and Hut. That's it awesome. Kind of a, yeah, it was kind of a trade-off. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, so this, I found this kind of interesting. Um, Vince Vaughn and Wolf Farrell dubbed themselves the Wolf Pack before the Hangover uh, because they would play pranks on everybody, and they got to know each other really well. They were really good friends. Owen or uh, Luke Wilson didn't really click as well with them, and you wouldn't know that by watching the movie but they weren't as friendly with him. Like Wilson would give um, Farrell a lot of crap because he wasn't a trained actual actor. He was on SNL and he'd be like, you know, it's, you're not, you're not going to do that well in movies. It's a really hard transition to make. And he would give him a lot of crap, like the serious crap. So they would play pranks on him and he didn't really like it when they, when they would make fun of him. They made fun of like previous movies that he did. When uh, Snoop Dogg threw a party in his trailer, they invited everybody but Wilson. Right. So Whoops. I I don't know yeah yeah that's awesome, um and then the 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 classic scene when when you when Fletch is around and you say something you don't want him to hear what do you do earmuffs
0: Fletch earmuffs. earmuffs
1: that was an improvised line yeah that wasn't a scripted line
0: <laughs> I, also when when Vince mong always says earmuffs his he's because his kid his kid is always in his little soccer uniform. Yeah, In every scene, that was Vince Vaughn's idea. Like, no, leave him. He's like, I wanted to be like, this dad is, always has to take this kid to his soccer game. So that's why his kid was always in his <laughs> soccer uniform. And I think even in the birthday party scene, he might be in his soccer uniform. I don't remember. No. I just love oh, it that man. Vince Vaughn had these. And he also, Vince Vaughn was also, he... Um, he told uh, oh, him and uh, Luke Wilson worked out that little speech that Luke Wilson gives at, at Will Ferrell's wedding in the movie. Like, that was all improvised, like, just to add that in. And it's one of the funniest <laughs> scenes. You know? Oh,
1: yeah. I wonder how many times that's been recreated at other weddings. Oh,
0: all the time, yeah.
1: Because best man speeches are always, oh. like, that way.
0: My favorite is the Frank the Tank. Uh, <laughs> you know, we'll, we say that, we just said this this weekend, my wife and I, when – um. You know, we're talking about what we're going to do Sunday, and, even, and my wife she goes, "Well, I got it's a nice little Sunday. We're going to go to Home Depot, we're going to pick up some flooring, and we actually we're going to the we call it, we have a store. It's Menards, but it's like a Lowe's or Home Depot. Oh
1: yeah, save big money.
0: Yes, yeah, you know because you're from the you know the northern Midwest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's the same thing as those places. But she's like, yeah, we're going to actually go to Menards. Nice little Sunday, and uh, maybe go to Bed Bath and Beyond. I don't know if we have enough time. <laughs> uh, I don't know. And yeah, then it, of course fine. Frank the Tank ends up drinking and that's where he's doing beer bongs and stuff. And he ends up that's where before we get to the streaking line, but one of my favorite lines is before they leave and he's like, We're going streaking. We're going through the quad and into the gymnasium. <laughs> go, Snoop, Snoop loop, bring your green hat. Let's go.
1: Bring your green hat. Yeah. Oh. That's a line I say all the time. I and my wife has no idea what I'm talking about. I remember watching uh,
0: I remember watching um Baseball highlights it was on ESPN or something one time, and it was fairly a year or two after this movie came out, probably maybe longer. And this guy, there was like a, a bloop single, like on uh, a baseball highlight, and the guy's like bloop bloop bloop, bring your green helmet, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like that's nice, that's a good call. Uh, I love I love this movie, it's so good, and it, and then the, the little the decathlon thing they have to do at the end the different things they got to do with the, the, you know, they got to do a test, you know, like written test and they got to do when Will Ferrell does the, the gymnastics routine with the, I don't even know what they call that thing. Where <laughs> the he's ribbon, the, the ribbon yeah. thing. Oh my yeah. God. It's so funny. <laughs> okay. Oh, we got to move on. i got to move. We got to move on.
1: All right. Weancy. Yeah. All right. You got anything yeah. else on this? <laughs> no, that's it. It's, uh, it's amazing. All right, so this was and that was my number two. Okay, by this the
0: way. was your number two. This is a confusing one. That was your number two, and my number two is Animal House. Okay, so Jim, we're already to our number ones here. This show, uh, this show, we started picking up pace real quick.
1: <laughs> and, and there's there's a movie that neither one of us have mentioned yet, and it, it might but. It, it, if it's not your number one, uh, once again, I'm driving to Duluth and punching you in the face. Oh, so.
0: oh I just want to not make it that because I wanted to see you so bad. <laughs> um, well, before we get to that, Jim, we got to mention some honorable mentions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, one, the one I left off that I was struggling with was Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, me too. I, I absolutely love that movie. It's it's still – I it's still pl- I think it's still, it still plays today. It's still good. I, 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 I love that movie. A couple other ones um, I left off. Uh, Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Remember this movie? (laughs) Love that movie. Uh, Dead Man on Campus. I actually only saw it like once or twice. Um, And I know a lot of people love this movie. Um, So I didn't put it on. Um, Accepted is really good. I think it was really funny. Yeah, that's a Yeah, Yeah, it's a a really good movie.
1: Um, Justin Long, right?
0: Justin Long, yeah. I left American Pie 2 off. And I know I mentioned American Pie 2 during our summer movies. But I consider it a summertime movie. Even though it's their their summer break from college, they don't... There's not much college stuff in it, so I left that off. Yeah. I think that's great. And the other ones I left off um, were actually like their football movies, but they're college really like Necessary Roughness, uh, Rudy, and Waterboy.
1: How about The Programme?
0: And the program. Yeah. It, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are all like, those, if, we, if we do a football, we probably will do a f- top football movies and a lot of those might show up. So
1: I uh, love the program. And the only, yeah, that and, almost
0: made list. and the other one I left off was The Skulls. And I know it's my name, but I left oh that off. God, it's a great I movie. About the
1: skulls. And, I love that movie.
0: I know. It's a great movie.
1: It's a great movie. Oh, man. I can't believe I forgot that one. Oh, it's a good one. I mean, I love anything with like secret societies. Though. Oh, that's awesome. awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, what about, you got any other uh, honorable
1: mentions? Uh, ones that you haven't mentioned. Uh, the Rules of Attraction. Have you ever seen that one? Uh, once, yeah, once. Uh, James Vanderbeek. It was written by uh, the same guy who wrote American Psycho, and yeah. it's supposed to be in that world. He's supposed to be the younger brother of Christian Bale's character. Oh, that's cool. Uh, which explains why it's such a messed up movie. Right. Uh, Twenty One Jump Street. That um, was a high school, though. That was no Twenty
0: Two Jump Street was the college one. Jump yeah. Street was yeah.
1: college. Yes. <laughs> Oh, good, I'll, good br- I'll bring up Twenty One next week. Right, thank you. Um, and everybody wants some, which was done by the guy who did Dazed and Confused. Yeah, Ugh, that movie. I finally watched it, Jim. It's not bad. It's not bad. I
0: mean, when you can, you can't. It's hard because you. Lo- I love Dazed and Confused, but it's it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's really good, I think.
1: I liked it. Good, good.
0: Anything else? Any
1: other ones? I'm just really excited it gets my number one because <sighs> I love this movie. Well, I think
0: it's the same one, Jim.
1: I mean, if we did a top five favorite movies of all time, period, this this would be on my
0: list. All right. Well, I actually, uh, I think I know your number one. So I actually didn't do much research on this one because I respect you that much. And I know how much you love this movie. No bullshit here that I want you to take the floor with this. And I believe, yes, it is. We have the same number one.
1: Okay. National Lampoon's Van Wilde. Also known movie. as party liaison in some countries.
0: Whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we have fans all over the world, and we love you. Thank you for listening. Yes.
1: yes. Um, I absolutely love this movie. When I saw Ryan Reynolds in this movie, it was like he's the new Chevy Chase. He was yeah. just so funny and so witty in this movie. that I, I, I've seen this movie, I, I don't even know how many times. Over a hundred easily. Easily, um, yeah. Easily, yeah. Uh, do you want me to just start just, talking? Just go,
0: man. Just go. This, okay. is, this is you
1: here. What what I love about this is that it's based on, uh, inspired by a real person. Right. And right. that person is Burt Kreischer. And if you don't know Burt Kreischer, he's a stand-up comedian. Google him. Google Burt Kreischer, K-R-E-I-S-C-H-E-R, the machine. And just... Listen to that stand-up on YouTube. Don't question why he's not wearing a shirt, because I can't answer that for you. That's his thing. Just his stand-up bit is that he just tells stories, and he he got discovered in uh, 1997. Okay, so he was going to Florida State University. He was a member of Alpha Tau Omega fraternity, and Florida State was named the number one party school that year. And Rolling Stone found the top partier at the top party school in the country and that was burt kreischer crazy (laughs) right right he was in his sixth year of college at the time and you can go if you google or go into rolling stone and search for this article uh it will come up um it was uh burt kreischer the undergraduate is the name of the the article and just read about it he talks about wanting to be a stand-up comedian when he gets done and just being in school for six years um so what ended up happening is that uh this story about him um food and booze and girls and all these crazy stories got the attention of oliver stone who wanted to develop a film based on his life so a lot of people wrote uh scripts about it and pitched it and it ended up falling apart and these writers retained their intellectual rights to their work one of them changed his name and sold it to national lampoon and that's how this movie got made
0: well, if, I, if he's here, who's running
1: hell? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> nice place. Decorated like, and early fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Lampoon's Van Wilder. Obviously stars the great... It's one of the best lines of the entire movie. I know. I had, it's worth dropping the F-bomb. Oh, definitely, him. definitely. Um, it stars Ryan Reynolds, who was phenomenal in this. Terry Reed. Uh, who's always less than phenomenal. Ah, she Penn. looked
0: good in this movie, but holy looked, hell after that. She phenomenal. Oh. That
1: last scene where she's wearing that little white number at the uh, Easy party. Easy The
0: Easy, big
1: guy. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh great in this movie. Tim Matheson is another one, like uh, Jeremy Piven we talked about, who... Right. Uh, plays an authority figure in this one, but yet he was in Animal House.
0: Well, it's almost it's awesome. Let me jump in real quick. It's awesome. Like who could be Van Wilder's dad? Well, Boone from Animal House could be Van Wilder's be. dad. I mean, yeah. that's
1: brilliant casting. <laughs> right, that's perfect. And uh, it just follows the, the misadventures of uh, Van Wilder, party liaison, his seventh year of school, um, but he. He's not like a degenerate. He wants to take care of people. He loves his school. He helps people who are sick. He raises money at uh, this Coolidge College. A lot of people go to college for seven years. Yeah, they're called doctors. Ooh, just a
0: shade under a decade. All right. <laughs> and,
1: uh, and also in this movie stars one of your favorites in one of your favorite movies, Curtis Armstrong, who played Booger. Yes, right. And now he's, he's the also, security guard. <laughs> he's a security guard. Right. Uh, one of the other uh, members of his posse is Tech Holmes from Real World Hawaii, the eighth season of The Real World. Now,
0: this was crazy because this was when Real World was still, like, cool, you know, yeah. and he was a big part of that, obviously, and suddenly he's in this movie, this huge movie, and, but that's it. <laughs> like, he never yeah, see he really him again.
1: Yeah. He but he did, a, I think he did a great job in this movie. Yeah, he did do a great job. Yeah. And unfortunately it spawned, this movie spawned a sequel and a prequel uh, both of which are never worth watching. Never. And the prequel starred um Kristen Cavalieri, Mrs. Cut- Mrs. Jay Cutler. Yeah. Was new, in that one. New quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, Miami. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that one. Uh no, there's this movie is amazing. There's so many great lines in it um you know, worrying's like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, doesn't get you anywhere. Oh, it's love like, that. love that. Right. I I still say write that down all the time.
0: Write that. Oh, I but say just, that. I'll one. be in the
1: meeting. Um, yeah, just, uh, yeah, Write that down,
0: Jim. All first dates are interviews.
1: That, that is actually true.
0: Yeah, that is true, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. That is totally true. Uh, my brother's played hockey for the Rangers. Oh, nice. Yeah, that actually was a Tara Reid quote. It's. Uh, I just absolutely. <laughs> Love everything about this movie. When I was in college, I was taking a film class, and we had to storyboard a scene uh, to to understand camera changes and why they choose different camera angles. They choose, yeah. and I storyboarded the scene at the beginning where he's standing uh, when he's on the roof talking the kid off, and he's not wearing pants. <laughs> That's the scene that I, I I storyboarded out. It's tough up here, isn't it, Timmy?
0: My name is not Timmy. <laughs> Sorry.
1: And he jumps anyway. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's always wearing a Volkswagen hat because it's VW. It's
0: VW, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, man, just everything about this movie the 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 fraternity guys who are always against him and the ex-lax that he has, he takes. Oh, and God.
0: Just, Her name's Naomi. Uh, That's I'm own backwards.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about this that scene a little bit that takes place in the roller raking, uh, roller skating rink or whatever. That whole scene. Mm-hmm. And that somehow I forget how those the kids get those kids that get brought the on the and they give out they're getting alcohol. Yeah, the alcohol. fraternity
1: brings them in so that they yeah. can get busted.
0: And then they throw up, and then, and then he just yells, he just yells out, "Those circus midgets can't hold their liquor." Like, <laughs> it's, it's just bad. And that's how Van Water gets in trouble. Of course, it uh, has gets kicked off campus. But
1: yeah, then he has to take like all of his remaining classes in one semester and to pass. And right. Uh, he has to raise money to stay in school, so he forms Topless Tutors. It's like,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so stupid. Just, <laughs> like,
1: uh, I love this movie so much. I mean, we used to watch this movie daily.
0: It's a great uh, movie. It is. That's it. That it's so good. That's why it has passed Animal House for me as my number one. Like Animal House is yeah. still. Uh, it's a lot of people's number one, I'm sure, and it does it and deservedly so. It, it's a great movie, but this has passed it for me because. It, it's just, I don't know, it's a modernized version. I don't know what it is. It, maybe it's uh, it, it's uh, because of Ryan Reynolds, who's one of my yeah. crushes, as if you remember from our uh, crushes episode. Um, it's just awesome. It's just a great movie, man. Like, that's why I said mm-hmm. I didn't have much to say. I let you just go because everything you're going to say, it's going to be better than the crap I'm going to put out here anyway.
1: <laughs> it's very nice of you. Yeah. Um, and even though this is a phenomenal movie, would you believe that both Burt Kreischer, who it's based on, and Ryan Reynolds have never watched it. that's crazy. You no know, Reynolds saw a rough cut, but never watched the actual final movie
0: and for a while up until you know up until some of the more recent movies, like Deadpool and stuff, this was his biggest movie. Yes, and he's never seen it. <laughs> that's crazy, yeah, yeah, cool.
1: Yeah, that's that's all I got that's, on Van Wilder.
0: Yeah, I think that, I mean I think you said it all. I mean, if you haven't seen this movie, oh my God, please! First of all, you're not my friend anymore. If you haven't seen, <laughs> it. and second of all, go watch it so we can talk again. It's oh. such a good movie, man. Oh, good, good, good job, Jim. We did it.
1: Good job. To we you. did it. We I, we can say good job to each other because I think our list had four of the same movies on it. We
0: did. We only had one different movie. You had Real Genius and <laughs> PCU, and they're both our number fives.
1: And I and I almost put PCU as my number five.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even think of Real Genius. So when you said it, I was like, ah, oh, man. And that's, we mm. we watched that recently, and it's so it's, that still holds up that movie. So,
1: oh, uh, it's so funny.
0: <sighs> good job, Jim. Well, I t- I think we just need to just end it here before something screws up.
1: Computer dies. Something happens.
0: Before we do, we got to mention a couple things. Okay, okay. Well, first we got to mention some. We we have great fans that like to write in their um their favorite their top fives. Uh, So let me go through a couple of them. Uh, Zach, he's here's his five to one. He has Van Wilder's number five. Hmm, Lost some points there. Um, he's got Van Wilder. Oh my God, Zach, really? Van Wilder pitch perfect. Let that sink in. Uh, Dead man on campus. I like. I, like, I Pitch like Pitch Perfect, too. I also like it, but there's so many other ones. Dead Man on Campus, <laughs> Animal House, mm-hmm. and PCU. Good picks, Jim. Or, Jim, Zach, uh, I, I love you. I don't mean to make fun of you. Sorry. Uh, Kevin, new listener, Kevin, actually. Yeah, he's the first time he wrote in here. Um, and he's, wrote, he's written some nice comments to us on Facebook and stuff. He has uh, uh, Monsters University is his number five. That's an interesting pick, actually. I, he must have children.
1: Because, <laughs> I...
0: yeah. But that's, that's, I can
1: say, I haven't, I don't think I've seen Monsters University, but I do love Monsters Inc.
0: I do love Monsters Inc. I have seen that one. Uh, he has then Old School, Animal House, Back to School, and Revenge of the Nerds is number one. Um, nice. Matt, uh, Animal House, Road Trip, Old School, 22 Jump Street. Oh, Social Network. That's an
1: interesting Ooh, pick. Ooh, I, I didn't even think about that.
0: Yeah. And then uh, Dave, um, who also had that funny comment about the college dorm rooms earlier in the show, uh, had he had the skulls on there. Good pick, Dave. Oh, great pick. Uh, Road Trip. Dead Man on Campus, Back to School, and then Animal House. Uh, so yeah, right. and thank you again for everyone writing in. Um, they're all good picks. That's why it was kind of like all these. There, there wasn't a lot when I first thought of these college movies. I threw a bunch together, and I really only had like eight right away. And I'm like, "Let's this. Is, I can narrow this down because this is it." But then it was it was hard for me because I love those eight movies, you know. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, this was awesome, awesome. Well, Jim, what are we doing next week though?
1: Next week, I'm I'm still excited about our show because we're doing our favorite high school movies. We're continuing our back to school uh, episodes, I guess.
0: Are you gonna have a repeat? Are you gonna redeem yourself from our rom com episode? And no,
1: we don't. Why do you Why do you got to bring up old stuff?
0: Because I want people to go back on Podbean.com and check out all of our episodes. They are available. Um, please go back and check them out. We did a great rom-com episode. Jim made a huge mistake in it, and it's hilarious. (laughs) How's that for, Mark? Uh,
1: The Girl Next Door is a phenomenal movie.
0: It's a phenomenal movie. I don't know if that'll make my list or not. We'll see. We'll see.
1: Uh, Yeah, high school movies next week. I'm super excited about that. Uh, My friend Tom was on the phone with me before we started recording the show, and he was bringing up some high school movies that I completely forgot about because... My mind was stuck on more of a comedy right. um, genre, but there's a lot of other high school movies that are not comedy movies.
0: See, that's the thing. We didn't put any stipulations on the college ones, and I, I think people prove that by putting in something like the Skulls or Social Network when they're uh, yeah. mentioning this, and or Monsters University, which is a comedy, but that's, a, that's an animated one. So uh, we, yeah. No stipulations on here. The only stipulation, Jim, has to take place in high school. <laughs> so <laughs> let's just leave it there.
1: Yep.
0: All right. Well, good. Well, anything else, Jim, before we let the, the wonderful people out there go? Did we forget anything? Where can people find us?
1: Find us on <clears throat> all of your social medias for the most part?
0: Yeah, Friendster and MySpace.
1: <laughs> In MySpace. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, God. Uh,
0: uh, no, uh, Twitter, Facebook. <laughs> uh, Instagram, Instagram.
1: Spotify. Tom and Jim's Top 5 on everything and uh we are lucky to be hosted by the great people at Podbean. Yes, and uh, you can also find us uh, pretty much wherever you get your podcast.
0: And I think, I think, on speaking of Podbean, I think we are uh, listed as number two comedy podcasts. Is that what it is?
1: We are. We are still on their main page. They must.
0: Someone must have lost their job over there. <laughs> and they're fine people at Podbean. So if you did lose your job there, I apologize. But they're good people. We're going to stick with them. We love Podbean, but uh, man, you 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 helped us out, so thank you uh, as you as you <laughs> as you saw your way out. Um, <laughs> sorry,
1: but yeah, and uh, you can email us too at Five at gmail dot com. Keep your list coming. We love when you guys write in. Keep uh, keep sending us your list and any other ideas you guys want us to do.
0: Yeah, and let us know if you want to buy a shirt. We'll we'll ta- we'll talk about it. We'll talk about making shirts.
1: I like it. I like I that like, conversation. I like
0: it. I like. It. Oh, one thing I forgot to do my uh, my Lewis laugh from Revenge of the Nerds.
1: <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> okay. Are you okay? No, no, I'm tired. I've had too much caffeine, and now it's doing the opposite effect on me. So.
1: Cool, man. Because you it's your way? dog. Oh no! I got it. Okay. <laughs>
0: All right, Jim. I'm going to call you back in five minutes. He's still there.